Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. Pull up to my bumper, baby. <laughs> it is the Corelcast. I am Corel. That's the earwig of the day. So very glad you are joining me. The Privileges of being white on display again today. We're going to talk about that. Also, fighting the imaginary monster in the midterms. Uh, why we are doing that. And Ryan Murphy needs to get over his fixation with Jeffrey Dahmer. We're going to talk about that. Also, $13 to slice a cake. Each. Each slice. We're going to talk about that. Uh, but first, let's start with white privilege, baby. Uh, because, boy, is it on display today. First of all, this white guy gets subpoenaed by Congress. Not like, you know, Nextdoor app or something, but Congress. So Congress subpoenas, like Congress, the Congress of the United States, the body that makes the law, subpoenas someone to come in and testify for a hearing that's discussing treason. And what does this person who had already been pardoned by the president for scamming millions of dollars from dupes. What did he do? He, he threw them the bird. He said, yeah, not coming in. So he did something I wasn't aware any of us could do, which is deny Congress's subpoena. Said, nah, I ain't going. So then Congress decides after meetings, hearings, debates, to hold him in contempt of Congress, which is, in fact, a crime. And after what seems like several years of litigation, he finally goes to court, and he gets fined six grand out of the millions that he has, uh, illegally obtained, and four months in jail, of which he'll probably serve two. But after he gets sentenced to four months in jail, is released again upon appeal. Now, if that ain't some white privilege, child, I don't know what is. Because black people across America are looking at this dirty white man thinking to themselves, Jesus H. Christ, I look at a cop backwards. I'm in jail for months. No trial, no nothing. Thrown in jail, waiting trial for months. People spend up to a year awaiting trial in jail. They're called black people, brown people, gay people, trans people. And soon, liberals and progressives. That's coming. So we got this white guy, Steve Bannon, who has already committed fraud. Now, I used to think that if you stole money from people and you did it under fraudulent reasons, I used to think you'd go to jail for that. You don't. Why don't we all do it? You know, we all should just start breaking laws. Because there appears to be no repercussions for it, and unless, of course, you're black or poor or gay or, you know, yeah. so I guess you and I can't break laws. You and I, we don't have the privilege of Steve Bannon because even though he looks like a dirty hobo, he's got money and powerful friends. Subsequently, he gets sentenced to four months in jail for not appearing as a witness at a committee that's investigating treason. And he goes home. He does a press conference. He gets in a car. He goes to lunch. Black people be like, what the, f what, <laughs> what? They get pulled over for jaywalking, literally jaywalking, and spend more time in jail than Steve Bannon has. 
That is some white privilege right there. Trump's got it too. We now found out today that some of the documents at Mar-a-Lago were like all kinds of classified, like China's defense systems and Iran's and all this other stuff. This boy had everything but the secret ingredients for the colonel up in there. I mean, really. Outside, you know, and if he had stolen the secret ingredients for the Colonel and Coke's recipe, he'd be in jail by now. And I'm not making that up. If he stole the recipe for Coke and for the Colonel and sold those recipes to other people, I guarantee you he would be in jail right now. But nuclear secrets, eh, have a lunch at Mar-a-Lago. So now we know that, you know, he's committed all kinds of crime. All kinds of crime. Crimes. Crimes. But again, he ain't in jail. Why? He white. He white and privileged. Got money. Powerful friends. Old Lindsey Graham was told she got to go sing in front of the Georgia, uh, you know, uh, attorney general about what's going on down in Georgia with the voter fraud and all that. Uh, meaning, you know, how Lindsey Graham tried to overthrow the election with Donald Trump. Lindsey didn't want to go sing. Appeals court today said, no, no, bitch, you got to go. You better quaff your hair. Get your hookers in order. Get down there. So we'll see what happens. But then again, he gets to appeal. I was not aware if like a major law enforcement agency in Georgia says you got to come testify that you could just say, no, no, I don't. I mean, I just, I did not know. Did y'all know that being white carries that much privilege? Because Steve Bannon, his ass should be long in jail. But no, he's walking around. Why he white? He white and got money. That's like, that's it. That's the winning elixir. If you white, cisgendered, straight, and got money, child. <laughs> Lord have mercy. And, you know, it's obvious. You know, it's not like it's, it's, not like it's hidden. It's obvious that, the, uh, this, that, you know, Steve Bannon is having a fabulous life right now because he's a white, rich guy. Because his friends are white, rich people. Because there are people in law enforcement and in everywhere that support him in his views. So he's, just, he's fine. What did he say today? The judge may have judged me today, but, the, you know, but Joe Biden's illegal, uh, uh, what do you call it? Illegal something. Illegal regime, illegal whatever. He said that'll be over November 8th. He thinks Joe Biden is up for election November 8th. He's not. But he knows that if Republicans win November 8th and they take the Senate and the House, that they're going to try to impeach Joe Biden. I'm not making that up. If they win the House and Senate the next two years, going to be horrible. Oh, just horrible. Just horrible. Why? Because they white and entitled. That's why. And they got their token darkie. They got old Herschel Walker. Uh, that yes, step and fetch it that he is. And that's what he is. I'm sorry. Those are racial terms and I'm using them on purpose. He is a step and fetch it. He is allowing the white GOP, which could care nothing about him or his people, he is letting the white GOP pull his strings so then they can use him as a vote when he's in Congress. Herschel Walker is a House NI you-know-what. That's what he is. Now, those are harmful racial terms, and he deserves them. He's acting like one. Yes, Master. Yes, Mitch McConnell, Master Mitch. Anything else I can do for you, Master Mitch? Anything else I can do for you, Master Trump? That's, to me, that's Herschel Walker. He is stepping, fetching the GOP's water for them. They could care less about him, his views, what he really wants to do. Anything, they could care less about anything. 
They don't care that he's paid for abortions, that he's an evil man. They don't care about any of that. He's a vote. And he'll, and they, he'll vote the way they tell him. He will do as he's told, like all dark people should. I mean, he is just going right into the GOP's what they think black people should do. Do what we want you to do. Do what we tell you to do. Every black person in America should be furious at Herschel Walker, setting back black people thousands of years. He's ignorant. He's a womanizer. He's a bad father. He is every bad black stereotype that there is and beloved by the GOP. So what does that tell you? But that tells you to step and fetch it. That's, that's, oh, yes, yes, Master Mitch. I'll get you anything else you want, Master Mitch. That's Herschel Walker. Sad. Sad to look at. Sad. You can be mad at me all you want to. Call me a racist. Oh, Carell's a racist. He hates black people, whatever. No, just Herschel Walker. Just people that set their race back a couple hundred years. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that he's being used as a tool, as a slave. He is basically, they're getting them a slave from Georgia that's going to be in the Congress. Because he's going to do exactly as he told. Yes, sir. No, sir. He's going to do exactly as he's told. They're buying, them a, they're buying them a slave. They're buying them a congressional slave. And the slave is going along with it. The slave is gladly selling himself to the GOP. Yes, buy me. Take me to Washington. I'll do whatever you say. Mm-hmm. Sad, 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 sad. That's just sad. It's, I feel sad for Herschel Walker. I feel sad for his family. I feel sad for black people because there's nothing good about that situation. And that just goes back to race. It's like Steve Bannon, Donald Trump, they white, so they out getting away with everything. The GOP of buying them a black congressperson down in, in Georgia. So they're basically buying a slave from Georgia. They've been doing it for centuries anyway. It's how they want things to be. They, their, their hosts on right-wing radio are openly saying they want things to go back the way they were before the civil rights movement. There are actual hosts. This is a talking point. The GOP wants things the way they were before the civil rights movement. So they're all for step and fetch it. That's what they want. They want black maids, Hispanic maids, underpaid, no benefits, dying, who cares? That's what they want. Oh, it's just sad. So we have the white privilege going on in D.C. where Steve Bannon is getting away, basically. He's getting away with this. He's making a mockery of it all. He has no fear of the courts. He has no remorse. And he doesn't think he's going to spend one day in jail. And so far, he hasn't. Why? Because he's white. If he were black, oh, please. Oh, so we got that going on in the world. Now, I got to talk about, so, you know, I might go back to my David Hall. It, it, it goes into fighting the imaginary monster. Because I keep hearing about inflation, 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 inflation. It's what's going to turn the election. It's what's going to turn the midterms. Inflation. Inflation ain't real. Y'all talking about something that's not even a real thing. Inflation is completely made up. It's a word that they have made you, I don't know, they've put in your dialogue to make you 
I don't even know about the concept of inflation. Do you understand what the concept of inflation is? Everything costs more, so everything costs more. That's the idea of inflation. Everything costs more, so everything costs more. Inflation is not a word. It is an imaginary thing. The meaning of inflation, if you were to, you know, look it up in a real dictionary, is greed. Greed is the meaning of inflation. Inflation is not real. It's a word they've created to hide the fact that you're suffering because they're greedy. So they come up with a word. Well, what word can we use to hide the fact that people are suffering because we're greedy? Inflation. You know, things getting puffier, you know, expanding out. Inflation. Inflation is a made-up word to cover greed. So they're fighting an imag the Democrats are fighting an imaginary enemy, and that's how they should phrase it. Between now and the midterms, they should say there's no such thing as inflation. We're not fighting inflation. We're fighting corporate greed. Because right now, as Kroger wants to take over Albertsons, we have seen in their financials that grocery companies are making record profits. Their profits are off their charts. They are making more money than they have ever made in the history of grocery profits. And you're paying double and triple and quadruple at the store. It is hugely expensive to eat now. A cantaloupe is $4. A cantaloupe, they used to be 50 cents. They're $4. Now, when you ask the grocery stores, why are you charging so much more? They're going to say inflation. Why, everything's costing us more money, so we got to pass that along to y'all. No. In order to keep your record profits, you have to pass that on. Here in Las Vegas, a restaurant is putting a $2 inflation fee on their check. It says $2 temporary inflation fee. Why? You're already charging $17 for cocktails, $20 for lunch. Well, because you want to maintain your record profits. Las Vegas has had a billion dollars in gambling profits every month since the pandemic reopened. They're doing great in Vegas. Why? The casinos have not rehired all their full staff. They're making the staff that's there do more for less. And they're charging exorbitant prices on everything and all these nuisance fees, resorts fees, this fee, that fee. We're, we are being fed to death. Here's an example into how inflation is made up. I am going to tea at the Waldorf Astoria on Saturday, November 5th with a group of friends. I like to do that high tea there. It's got a great view. They do vegan entree. So, you know, for me. So that's great. Everyone said, well, you should have your birthday cake there. So I called them to see if they could arrange a cake. Yes, they can for $200 for an eight-inch double-layer cake that would cost me about 40 bucks to make or less. Less, probably. An eight-inch cake. They, well, we farm that out. You know, we, we order it out. So we were going to do it. $200 for an eight-inch cake for 10 people which is basically $20 a slice already, <laughs> okay? Then the hotel sends another form. Oh, we forgot. It's $13 a person to serve the cake. 
So you're going to charge me $200 for an 8-inch vegan birthday cake that should be $50. And then you're going to charge me another $130 for 10 guests for you to slice it and serve it. After we're paying $60 a person to go to high tea. So we're paying 60 bucks a person. I'm bringing 14 people. Okay? So we're talking $1,000 for tea. They ain't serving nothing but tea and some scones and stuff. And they want to charge a total of $330 to add in a 8-inch vegan birthday cake. $33 a slice. And they thought that was going to be remotely okay. They thought that we were just going to sign that and send it back. Now, maybe they're used to dealing with really rich people at the Waldorf. But let me tell you, Waldorf, and let me tell you the rest of the world. In America, there's 10.2 million millionaires. That's it. 10.2 million. 330 million Americans, 10 million that have a million dollars or more. Okay? 10 million. That's not 10% of America. That's not. 5% of America, that's about 2.5% of America has a million dollars or more. So let me ask you, Waldorf, is that your client? Why don't you tell the rest of us to just stay away? Well, I guess you are. I guess you are telling the rest of us to just stay away because no one can afford $330 to serve 10 people for a birthday cake in addition to $1,000 for tea. I'm sorry, that's just not, that's not possible. So obviously I said, keep your damn cake. I will have a birthday cake elsewhere. Go ahead. Make my celebration less than stellar, Waldorf. Why? Because you want to nickel and dime us. Because you can't say to yourself, well, we're charging 200 bucks for the cake and we're already serving them tea. They're already going to have plates and saucers and everything else. So, you know, we'll just serve the cake. Oh, no. Nope. $13. And not just one fee like we're going to charge you 50 bucks to serve the cake to everybody. Nope. $13 a person. And their reasons, oh, well, everything cost us more money. Well, the cake cost us $200. Find a different vendor. You're a hotel. Have your chefs make one. How hard is that? You're the Waldorf Astoria. You don't employ a chef that can bake up a vegan birthday cake for under $200? Of course you do. Just don't want to. Because you don't think there's anything wrong with that number. Albertsons and Ralphs and Kroger and Smiths, they don't think anything's wrong with $4 cantaloupes or whatever. They're making record profits. Why would they care? It's all just a word for greed. It's all it is. The Waldorf Astoria could charge $30 for tea, could charge $25 total to serve the cake, and do the cake for under $100. And they would still make money. But no, nope, if you can't afford that, just stay away. We don't even want you here. That's their attitude. That's the grocery store's attitude. If you can't afford our prices, then go eat somewhere else. Go get food somewhere else. That's electric car manufacturers who keep touting, oh, look, we're bringing an electric car for everybody. If they're all starting at $30,000, they ain't bringing a car for nobody because I am sick to fucking death of seeing 50 and 60 and $70,000 cars lined up for free food every week over at Desert Breeze. I am sick to death 
of seeing 60 and 70 and 80 and 50 and 40 and 30 thousand dollar cars lined up for free lunch for their kids. I'm sick of that. I'm sick that in America and the world we think that giving an auto manufacturer 40,000 of our dollars for a way to get to point A to point B is not only important but important enough to do before we buy our own fucking food. I'm done with it. I'm done with cars and auto manufacturers. I'm done. There should be an electric car for under $10,000 if we are serious about saving the environment. But we're not. See, now I'm all angry. I'm all mad. That, the, the Waldorf things upset me. I wanted to bring people to something that I enjoy. High tea at the Waldorf. I enjoy that. I just wanted to get together there with friends for my 60th birthday weekend and have a nice birthday. But I can't even have a freaking cake because they want to charge $330 extra on top of the $60 that everyone's paying for tea. And it's the same in your life. You're cutting. You can't have this. You can't have that. You can't do this. You can't do that. Your kid's birthday party. You can't have this. You're this. You can't have that. Why? Because they're greedy. Because greed, according to Gordon Gecko, is good. And I guess that's become the motto. They comp so many people over at the Waldorf. They comp so many people for various things, rooms, whatever. I'm bringing the head of a TV network there. I'm bringing an international radio pro. I'm bringing people there that not only could stay there in the future, but could be very good for their brand. And what, how do they repay me? $13 a piece to slice your damn cake. The cake that we just charged you $200 for. How does the grocery store repair you? You've been going to the same grocery store for 10 years. You are a loyal customer, and now you can't afford to go. How do they repay you? They tell you to go off to the dollar store. They tell you to go shop somewhere else. Don't eat. Go on food stamps. Get a loan. In Europe, grocery stores are actually giving out loans to people to buy groceries. I am not making this up. You can buy groceries right now, even online at Instacart. When you go to check out with your groceries, it asks you if you want to break it up into four payments. They won't be interest-free. Greed. It's everywhere, and they're preying on us madly right now because they always, interest rates on credit cards are almost 30%. They're paying 4%, 5% for the money. They're charging you 30% for the money. You can't pay off a credit card. And people are getting in huge credit card debt right now at 30%. 27, 26, 24, 28. That should be illegal. Credit card rates should be prime plus no more than five. Somewhere between zero and five. That's it. 9%, 8, 11. That's what credit cards should be at. No, they're at 30%. And who's making record profits? Banks. Citibank, Wells Fargo, B of A. There are billions, billions they're making. Billions in overdraft fees, in interest charges. Greed. Interest doesn't have to be that high on your credit card. They're greedy. They know you're poor and you're going to be using them. Inflation isn't real. It's a man-made word for another man-made phenomenon. Greed. So every time you hear someone talk about inflation, just ah, that, 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 you're talking about an imaginary monster. There's no such thing. There's corporate greed that creates these higher prices. Well, people are charging more for things, so the other companies have to charge. Well, the original person charging more for things, that's corporate greed. 
They don't want to dip into their profits. They'd rather you go out of business than they dip into their profits. They'd rather smaller restaurant chains go out of business instead of big restaurant chains dip into their profits. Yep, greed. It's imaginary. No, greed is real. Inflation's imaginary. Sorry. All right. I need to talk to you about Jeffrey Dahmer because Ryan Murphy needs to get over it. But I understand, I think, what's going on with him. I need to interview him because... So the number two show on Netflix is still Dahmer. And that's by Ryan Murphy. Tell the story of Jeffrey Dahmer. And critics don't... Critics love it, but uh, people don't that were involved with the cases don't like it. And they, they did get some things actually wrong. Whatever. There's always, you know, when a TV show happens or a movie, whatever. Um, but his new American Horror Story on Netflix... Uh, or Hulu or whatever I was watching it on. Um, that, the new American Horror Story, is set in New York. And now they used to be like witches or this, that. So far, all we are getting is a gay serial killer, much like Jeffrey Dahmer in 1981, who is killing gays in the community. And the police don't care. And see, the police didn't care in Dahmer either. And I think that's what's got Ryan Murphy upset. There was a very long time in America, and it's still happening now, actually, where gays couldn't turn to the police, just like blacks and Hispanics and you know, minorities, and we still can't. They don't care if we die. They don't care if we're killed. Look at all the murders against trans people right now. They, they don't care if we die. They never have. Police. And, and, I'm, and I mean this. Police don't care about crimes against gays or blacks or women, really. They just they don't care. They don't try to solve them. They don't, you know, they don't care. Still, they make jokes about them. Still, I watch those true crime things on Discovery ID and on on um, uh, Discovery Plus, and these are real cops being filmed. And I can't tell you how much homophobia there is in all those shows. They don't. They think if you're gay in your private life and haven't told anybody that that means you're a killer and a murderer. I watch so many shows where they discover that the one of the people involved might be gay and might be hiding it. And they automatically, automatically make that person the suspect. I've seen it countless times. So I think Ryan Murphy has realized that gays have been on their own when it comes to law enforcement and, and the government and whatever for a long time, and he's mad about it. And so he's trying to show it in his art, in his shows. And he's trying to show how the New York police was... This was just the 80s. You know, I was well alive in 15 days, and November 7th, I will be 60. So Ryan Murphy, you got to get over the fact that the police hate us and that serial killers are prolific in the gay community. We're just like hookers, we're easy targets. No one cares about gay missing men. No one does. And so, Ryan, I'm telling you, it's just a, it's a keep, I mean, you can keep putting it in front of people, but if you think that's going to make them care now, it's not. It doesn't make people mad when they now watch shows and see how people with AIDS were treated, see how gay. They don't get mad about that. Oh, there was a different time. That's the way it is. So, Ryan, you need to get over Jeffrey Dahmer. But more importantly, you need to get over the way the police treat us. And when I say get over it, I mean you're mad about it, and I can tell in all the art you're creating, but they're not going to stop. In fact, it's only going to get worse. <laughs> so... You know, watching it, I'm not sure what good that does us because it doesn't. Watching homophobia allows others to condone it. People will watch this American Horror Story and go, well, the cops shouldn't have been out of the closet. They should have had to stay in the closet. You know, there'll be people that, that actually feel that way.
I'm not one of them, <laughs> but there will be people. That's the, the hard part when you do something, a show like that. It, when you do a show where you, you want people to be outraged, often, many times, uh, you find people that agree. All right, so Steve Bannon is not in jail yet because he's white. He's only getting four months because he's white and privileged and because some people involved in all this agree with him. If he were black and if this crime were far less than you know, telling Congress to get screwed, he would have been in jail a long time ago. Really. If, this, if, this, if, he, if he were a black guy that had been subpoenaed to testify in a case involving, you know, I don't know what, just neighbors disputing or whatever, and the black guy didn't show up, he'd be in jail already. So Steve Bannon is enjoying being white. Donald Trump is enjoying being white. You know, that's the only reason that this is, I, I, that's the only reason I can get to now, because their crimes are obvious, and it's all obvious. It's just that they're white and privileged, and so they're not off in jail. The same with his kids. They're all a bunch of dirty thieves. But they're white, the whitest. And so they're not, they're not on trial. They're not, you know, they're just off being white. We've also talked today about that imaginary monster inflation. Remember, it's just greed. And you should be in, embarrassed, Waldorf, for trying to charge me $13 a person to cut a cake that you already charged me $200 for. I am Corel Be who you want to be, so I don't hurt anybody. See you on Monday! Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corel Cast app free at the app store of your choice now.